The FT. Some mysterious audio recordings posted to the internet this weekend and broadcast on pro-Islamist television channels have rattled Egypt's rulers. The recordings purport to be the voice of Egypt's president Abdel Fattah al-Sisi and his two deputies discussing the Gulf states, Egypt's biggest financial backers, in less than flattering terms. I'm Fiona Simon, and on the line with me to discuss the tapes is our Middle East correspondent Bozu Daragahi. But first, let's hear a short clip in which Mr. Sisi's chief of staff, Abbas Kamal, allegedly says that while Egyptians are living in awful conditions, Gulf rulers are living it up. First of all, how credible are the tapes and do people in the region believe that they really are the voices of Egypt's rulers? I think that they are pretty credible. The voices do seem to match those of Egypt's leaders. There is, however, no definitive proof that they are authentic. The Egyptian government itself has barely commented on them officially. Unofficially, they variously uh, and contradictorily describe these tapes as either forgeries, digital manipulations, or the results of uh, high-tech espionage by a foreign state. So it seems like they're kind of scrambling in terms of how to treat these recordings, of which there have been four in the last few months. And they are coming from the inner sanctum of Sisi's uh, leadership and inside, obviously, the presidential palace. What's the most damaging thing said by the voices on the tapes? Well, I think no one is really surprised that there's a lot of contempt for the same Arab rulers that are financing the current regime. But I think the callous way in which they talk about billions of dollars in money in this particular audio leak, CC directing one of them to put money in certain bank accounts and so on, I think that might give people the impression that these guys are basically trying to either take money that is meant for the Egyptians or at least exercise extreme control over that money and not let it appear in the uh, uh, public realm so that whether or not they enrich themselves with it, they are able to maintain a firm grip on it. So from what you say, the tapes seem to be coming from within the ranks of the army. Does this mean that there's discontent rising up the ranks? Well, there's several possibilities. One is that, that there's discontent within the armed forces. Another is that there is a mole within the elite that is uh, leaking this information or some kind of operative who is placing recording devices in various places. Another possibility as well is that it is a foreign government, someone with this kind of capability that is uh, making these recordings, if they are real, and leaking them to uh, the regime's worst enemies. How has the official media responded? Has it ignored the tapes or has it commented? They've generally tried to ignore the tapes, but they become so ubiquitous on social media that it's sometimes impossible to ignore. With the most recent tape, we had the Prime Minister, Ibrahim Mehleb, get on a television channel and without 
addressing the authenticity or even the existence of the tapes himself. He referred to the kind of lies or fabrications spread by various uh, opposition channels established abroad and vowed to pressure those governments that are hosting these channels into shutting these channels down. What's the political atmosphere like in Egypt at the moment? Is support for the military regime holding up? I think it is holding up in general, but maybe the military ruling elite right now is not as popular as it was a year ago, and it's not as popular as it was six months ago. So the trajectory is heading downward. That doesn't mean that there's going to be a counter-revolution anytime soon. People hated Mubarak for 25 years, and nothing happened in this country. I think security incidents, like the terrible incident we saw Sunday night, where security forces guarding a uh, football match in the north of Cairo may have contributed to a stampede that left perhaps 30 people dead. Uh, I think these are things that are seeping faith in the status quo in terms of the public because they look at this sort of thing and it's so ugly and you can see the government itself in sort of panic mode as it tries to do damage control when something like this happens. I think that also was the case in the killing of the leftist poet activist Shaima Sabak. Because that was a perfectly peaceful demonstration that she was taking part in, was it not? It was a perfectly peaceful demonstration. Her killing caught on video and in photographs was so horrific that it did inspire a public outcry, even to the point where a government-owned newspaper published a front-page article laying the blame for Shaima Sabag's killing squarely at the feet of President Abdul Fattah al-Sisi. And even in the case of the incident uh, Sunday night, I mean, you have uh, a bunch of unruly kids who wanted to see a football match. Are they going to be unruly? Yes. Many of them are teenagers. Is that a reason for 30 of them to die? Absolutely not. And someone should be held accountable. This is what many Egyptians say. Thank you very much, Bozio. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts.